Now that's jaunty right there. Did you ever learn to ice skate? Never. So I've lived in Minnesota my entire life. Yeah. I've never been on downhill skis. I've never been on a pair of ice skates. Not once. How is that possible? I could never skate backwards, either in roller skating or ice skating. I could ice skate a little bit. But oh, it I was... could roller skate, but not backwards. No. What would what, what it look like? An Olympic athlete? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, man. I always wanted to be able to ice skate and then just out of nowhere jump up and like have your front like, leg pirouette. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Just, just to surprise people. Like, the fat guy can really skate. I'm going to be honest. Neither you or I have the body type or the physical acumen to be able to do that sort of thing. Yeah. My name is Brian Oak, and that is Sean Bernard. Welcome to episode 361 of the Brian Oak Show podcast here in the Smart Start MN studios. And today, it's just Sean and I, because we've done this before where we're just going to do holiday music. Yeah. I did invite a guest DJ who completely completely ghosted me. I'm not sure if he was the ghost of Christmas past, Christmas present, or Christmas that may still come. In any event, he's not here. So it's me and Sean, and we've picked some of our holiday favorites for you to play throughout the show today. And not to worry, those of you who are, take Whamageddon very seriously, this is not going no to way. be... You know Whamageddon, No right? way. Yeah, we won't like, that to you. Uh, because A, the or song really? is absolutely... <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> the song is absolute shit. And B, for people who take it seriously, when you hear Wham uh, do Last Christmas, I gave you my... And, that, and my singing does not Wham count. you. No, it does not count. Uh, we're not going to do that to you today. We're going to play some of our very, very favorite holiday classics today. But before we dive into the music, let's take care of a little business. We are in the Smart Start MN studios. Tis the season, right? This is a festive time of year. People will be getting into it, getting after it, making merry everywhere you look unfortunately that usually means making some poor decisions more than a few people are going to be spending one of their holiday evenings in the clink in the slammer what's your favorite word for jail big house who's uh, the who's yeah that's a big Good family one. that's a big family one you know so-and-so's in the who's it was usually a relative or something. Well, well, I mean, you and I did both grow up in rather uh, vivacious Irish families. Yes. That being said, don't do it. But if you do do it and you need to get back to it, you still got to buy some fucking presents. You still got to get back out. You have a whole new year out in front of you. You need to get back into your car. And if you drink and drive, you're going to lose your license. Get back to it. All right. Get back to leading a somewhat normal life. Do it for a reasonable price and do it quicker than you might actually believe possible with our friends at Smart Start MN. Yeah. Go to Smart Start mn.com slash the brian oak show that'll get you 20 percent off the installation of the ignition interlock and if you're the kind of person who's like who the hell does that well i hate to break it to you a lot of people do that but maybe you're the kind of person who's got big plans and visions for the future uh you're looking ahead to 2024 and you're like you know what it's time to make some positive change and there's no place like home right i believe i, I read that somewhere or heard that somewhere and if you want to improve your domicile maybe your place of business we've recently taken on a new client to be a sponsor of this show oa design build architect uh markle um, markle michael <laughs> anshill uh was our guest recently and he is a high-end architect designer builder he they do really amazing work like you're like well i just want a little wayne's coating down in the basement this might not be the place no. for you but if you're like you know what i'd like to do and you have a grand vision they're definitely the people for you yeah they're they're truly experts and they actually hire their own people they're not farming everything out or nope. subbing as they call it in the general contract Business. And they pay their people well, so they their do people are dedicated. Insurance, everything. And, and they make sure that they're hiring people who also have a creative bent, who also care as much about the finished product as you do. They're not showing, like, I mean, we've all had work done in our homes where they show up, they bang it out, they leave a few scraps on your floor and don't bother vacuuming afterwards. Yes. That is not this kind of organization. No, in fact, on Friday, we're going to go take a look at their Pillsbury uh, project. They're doing the Pillsbury Castle. Uh, is, that, the, is that this Friday? This Friday at 10. Yeah. I knew that. I knew that. I, I'll <laughs> you had the look like, is that this I, Friday? I'm totally going to be there. It's going to be great. I'll resend the invite. <laughs> <I think. laughs> um, but yeah, great, great people, great guys, uh, and uh, somebody that we trust. We Again, we vet everybody that is a partner on the show, and we love Michael and the team there. Catherine at the front desk, fantastic. Um, anyway, uh, wow. they have a cool thing going on right now. Uh, if you've ever thought, well, I just want to maybe start with something yeah they have different gift certificates so you're getting a big savings by buying a gift certificate where you can just kind of do a little sample so if you want something done in your entryway that sort of thing 
you can get in touch with them and buy one of these gift certificates. It can also be great for somebody else if it's a family member, that sort of thing. We've always wished you had a mudroom. No, I... <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got to have some place to put your wellies, baby. Your Wellington boots. Exactly. I mean, you can't go track, tracking that nonsense into the house. Absolutely not. So go to oadesignbuild.com, fill out their contact us form, get in touch with them. Great way to get to know them and see the work that they do. Michael is obviously a rock-solid individual. I've known him yeah. for a long, long time, and the the level of effort they put into the work that follows up when you meet someone like that absolutely comes through every time. There's a reason they do these massive rebuilds on castles, but also on everyday homes. If you're thinking about a change in the coming year, please, oadesignbuild.com. At least get the process started. There's no obligation, but you should talk to these people because they're smart and they're creative and they're very, very good. Speaking of, that's my friend Sean Bernard over there. My name is Brian Oak. The holiday season is upon us, so today is our annual holiday music show and i'm excited about this man the tree is up i've already i, I was panicking last week because i hadn't bought a single gift yet Ooh. and i'm like oh I, but i do it every year this I is not too. a new That's story it, it's yeah. just i'm like a broken record but over the weekend knocked out a couple of key ones and i'm feeling better about things so i started breaking out the christmas record and started listening to stuff and so we're going to play a bunch of it here you are going to kick things off with something that inspired me to go watch a Monty Python skit this morning. Uh, Chris Christopherson is a super cool individual yes. in that he wrote songs for dozens and dozens of other artists. He had a few hits in his own right. Yeah. He was good-looking enough and popular enough in the L.A. scene back in the late 60s, early 70s that he even appeared in a few movies, mm -hmm. but he was never a household name, never a superstar. I don't know this song. In my house, he was. My family absolutely loved him, so I got to hear all kinds of Chris Christopherson. My mm -hmm. My mom, especially, if she was a fan, she was a super fan. And so this song was one that uh, was played in our household. And what's so it called? It's called Jesus Was a Capricorn. <laughs> Jesus was a Capricorn. He ate organic foods. He believed in love and peace and never wore no shoes. Long hair, beard, and sandals, and a funky bunch of friends. Reckon they just nail him up if he come down again. Cause everybody's gotta have somebody to look down on. Who they can feel better than at any time they please. Someone doing something dirty. Cussing hippies for the hair Others laugh at straights Who laugh at freaks Who laugh at squares Some folks hate the whites Who hate the blacks Who hate the clan Most of us hate anything That we don't understand Cause everybody's gotta have somebody To look down on Who they can Christmas Island How'd 
you like to spend a holiday away across the sea? How do you like to spend Christmas on Christmas Island? How do you like to hang your stocking on a great big coconut tree? How do you like to stay up late like the islanders do? Wait for Santa to sail in with your presents in a canoe. If you ever spend Christmas on Christmas Island, you will never stray for every day your Christmas dreams come true. Despite the obvious heavy Hawaiian overtones there, Christmas Island is thousands of miles away from Hawaii. It's actually just north of Australia, south of Sumatra, and that was a World War II lament right there, right? Because all these soldiers were away from home during the course of the Pacific Theater conflict during World War II, and Christmas Island only ever had a population of about 1,500 people, Hmm. but it was still a very important from a military perspective, from a tactical perspective, a very important destination. I don't. I, I've been digging all morning trying to figure out who called it Christmas Island, and I can't find it because nobody mm. who lived there ever spoke a word of English. And there we were. But it became known as Christmas Island, uh, and it was. It was. I like to watch World War II movies, Pacific yeah. theater or European theater, not because I enjoy you know horrible conflict between people over stupidity, but I just I, I like the sort of nostalgia of it and that song speaks to me bing crosby first had a hit with it back in the 40s during the course of world war ii and that right there the leon redbone version of christmas island and i don't know i mean the aloha hey i'm like it's literally in the indian ocean and hawaii is in the middle of the pacific ocean it's a a really but i get the whole polynesian thing and americans at that point were they didn't get it trying to get their head around what's this whole southeast asia thing that's going on right now and then they found out han December 7th of 1941. My name is Brian Oak, and that is Sean Bernard. It is the Brian Oak Show, our annual Christmas music special. Sean, let's just take care of business early, shall we? Yeah. You are a realtor by trade, in addition to a 
wildly successful and extremely popular podcaster. Oh, uh, wow. But, I you mean, should well, see I, the autographs I've signed. Oh, I, I saw you get here on your jet boat, okay? <laughs> I understand how it works. That being said, you're also a realtor by trade, and although it's a quiet time of year, you don't seem any less busy than you normally are. No, things are still rolling. I'm still showing houses. I'm actually listing a, ho- a house uh, and a little bit of land up uh, between Duluth and Two Harbors. So I'm driving up today. I love the North Shore so much. Oh. And this time of year, I can't tell you how jealous I am of you. I don't want to go deal with anybody's finances or their, their property dealings. But the thought of the drive you have in front of you today is making me intensely jealous. It's per, it's all perspective. I saw my aunt last night. The family went to see It's a Wonderful Life, which is a tradition at uh, uh, at Riverview Theater. We my mom's favorite it. movie of all time. Oh, I love it. Uh, but my aunt's like, oh, man, that drive. That's What's that? I said... I don't mind driving at all. Perfect. I can and listen to whatever weather, I want. And the weather's going to be perfect. And, and even if you get stuck behind somebody towing a motor home, all right, I guess I'll just I drive no 45 rush. miles an hour and yeah. it'll be an hour longer of this bliss. I love driving up north yeah, by myself. Yeah, and I'm staying in a hotel overlooking the bay. Go on. So, you know, I, it's just, it, for peace of mind, it's going to be fantastic. And the, I didn't know... A, that much about the Bentleyville lights, but those are right down yeah. uh, by Canal Park. I'm going to see a, Celt- a Celtic uh, band tonight uh, at we'll, some little shop up there. We'll, I may not return. I was going to say, which is fine. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll figure out a way forward. But, <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, will there be any business transacted, or is this... Yeah, tomorrow I actually go meet uh, the, the couple and and uh, But you Eric get to Bill. enjoy today Erica in a proper... Bill, yeah. in, a, in the spirit of the holidays, like I also last night just decided I'm probably pulling the trigger on a last-minute trip before the end of the year. Yeah. This, um, that, these kinds of things to me are what speak to the holidays. There has to be some clarity. There has to be some thinking. There has to be some breathing. But then also... You got to move some fucking units, don't you, Sean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's part of the deal, too. So no, always grateful for these sorts of things when people reach out and say, hey, we'd love to have you help us uh, sell our home. It is a big deal for people. These folks are actually moving on to Grand Rapids, Michigan, to be closer to their grandkids and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, if you know somebody looking to buy or sell, 612-859-2594. I donate a portion of every buy and sell to an area musician or band. Well, let's keep it festive, shall we? You want to keep the music going? Yeah, let's do it. I just saw uh, Sarah Morris, and she had several people with her, uh, Annie Fitzgerald, Matthew French. One of my favorite Christmas songs is Oh Holy Night. It's a great and, song. And regardless of well, regardless of what your beliefs are, I'd say if you have a child, it might be even more pertinent. Um, but that feeling of waiting for your child to come. Now, they say most men don't really get it until the child arrives. Oh, yeah. But for me, and I know how much you love your daughter... For me, that feeling of expectation and waiting, and I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say fear because I hyperventilated when my daughter was born. Of course you did, because like, everything changes shit. forever the Holy second sh- that happens. People might and, want me to grow up. Yeah, oh, <laughs> talk about yeah. talk about man children. Jesus Christ, you and I might actually <laughs> I be the same person. We exactly. might be the same person. I don't want to grow up, ever. Oh, but I mean, you want to have a kid. You want to yeah. do the right thing. But no, man, I mean, it's nostalgia, whether for you, and then you get to enjoy it all over again. Again with young kids, and now our children are both grown. But there's yeah. still, there's still a magic to this time of year, man. And the music, the music to me is is kind of what sustains that magic. And those quiet nights, and I remember you know nights where the baby would be up, uh, either one of our children would be up in the middle of the night, and just having them on my chest, and all was right with the world. Laying there, look, looking at the tree, so. and relaxing, and breathing, and knowing you didn't have to be at work at fucking eight a.m. the next day. If you'll pardon my use of the French, no, that's okay. During this sacred time of year, yeah. <laughs> So Sarah Morris and Annie Fitzgerald did this song, uh, when was it, Saturday night, Friday night? I think it was Friday night. Yeah, Friday night at at the Hook and Ladder. Oh, yeah. And uh, let's just say one of us might have been teary-eyed for this one. If I wasn't there, I'd still be crying. So it's a holy night on the Brian Oak Show. Sin and every pining till 
It started to snow. He brought out a sleigh and was all set to play, but the gang didn't say hello. So I made friends with the poor little tyke, and he said to me, "Do you know what I'd like? I'd like to hitch a ride with Santa Claus." Wouldn't that be something to see? I'd like to hitch a ride with Santa Claus, dodging the clouds, waving at crowds. I'd crack the whip and keep a watch for weather vanes. I'd help him with his bag and check each Christmas tag, or maybe I could handle the reins. I'd like to hitch a ride with Santa Claus. Wouldn't they be jealous of me? You couldn't say I ran away because after we roam, he'll drive me home. And when they see me Christmas morning, what'll they say with a look of delight? There goes the boy that rode with Santa Claus last night. Watch for weather vane. I'd help him with his bag and check each Christmas tag, or maybe I could handle the reins. I'd like to hitch a ride with Santa Claus. Wouldn't they be jealous of me? You couldn't say I ran away because after we roam, he'll drive me home. When they see me Christmas morning, what'll they say with a look of delight? There goes the boy that rode with Santa Claus last night. There goes the boy that hitched a ride with Santa Claus last night. Whether you take it from the secular angle or from the sacred angle, yep. I love, love, love this time of year. And I love holiday music. And, you know, you can, I still think that even if you go back to the pagan tradition that predates Christmas by yeah. thousands of years, that's still the sacred angle. You're still worshiping the universe that we live in and celebrating the fact that we need light and abundance during a very dark time. And that right there, I, I wanted to go back to back Minnesota music. The Andrews sisters are from Minneapolis, yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, that's right. I always forget that. Yeah. And they obviously rose to their biggest fame along with Bing Crosby, who was doing stuff at the yes. time. But their solo albums and their Christmas albums in particular, people are always like, I need something new 
for Christmas? You know, like during Halloween, people are like, oh, here's Thriller. Like, oh, yeah, what about no. ghost, Ghostbusters? Um, mm. There is so much, and as an avid collector of both Halloween and Christmas music, there is so much Christmas music out there. Modern, ancient, secular, sacred. And before we end the show, even though I'm not a man of faith, I'm going to play a song that is literally based on faith and a biblical tale that moves me so strongly that I'm this close to being a believer every time we play it. I'll, I play it every year, but we're not quite there yet. Growing up, Sean, I know that it wasn't always the easiest for you, mm-hmm. but do you still retain fond memories of Christmas? I do. You know, I my family back in the day, the McCarthy side and the Bernard side would have huge Christmases. Right. And it was just so much fun watching the adults have a blast and the kids would all have a great time. We'd go outside, make snow forts and of do all course. that stuff. But it, and there was snowball fights were fun until someone took an ice ball to the oh, eye, yeah, and then yeah. they'd be crying, yep. and then we'd have to all settle it down. And my grandmother on my father's side, I was so close to, and she was just the core of our family. Mm-hmm. And w- there's been a lot of laughter in my family, too. So that part of it, just I, I miss that. I think a lot of people that get down about the holidays, they're just not the same as they used to be. It's like, well, it's different. People don't have, you know, seven kids anymore. It's like all that stuff. Well, and people don't, I mean, like back then... And I'm trying to say this in the right way because you and I both grew up in very, very Irish families. Yes. Um, people would get shit-faced but not become combative, at least not until the very end of the evening after yeah. the kids had gone to yep. bed. But there was there was a level of jolliness that I, most people don't engage in that level of frivolity anymore, right? I mean, there was there was a general vibe. And also, it's more exciting. Christmas is for kids, man. It, it was is. more exciting it is. then. Yeah, and if you have a family where you don't have young children... It's very different. It's a very different holiday without the little kids to see their eyes and see how excited they are as they rip through the presents and go on to the next one and kind of dismiss yours like, boy, that present kind of sucked. But here's a new one <laughs> that I got right here that I can't wait for. Look at that. I got a Nerf sniper rifle. And you're like, oh, I bought you a soccer ball. Okay. Well, what are you going to do? Kid doesn't like soccer, but uh, <laughs> Uncle Sean thought maybe he should yeah. try soccer. But Little tubby kid, Mike. Do the little it's exercise. About time for there. a little fitness, maybe. <laughs> Happy to coach him. Just saying. Yeah, no, same man. I um, I always looked forward to it. And when I was young, what was your favorite? Like, do you have a favorite Christmas memory? Something where you got that present that mattered to you, or something really, really special happened? I got. I I, I did get that special present, and I might save that for the next segment, only yeah. because the most profound memory I have, my maternal grandmother, who lived in Anoka, Minnesota, my, yeah. my all my mom and her siblings were born and raised in Anoka, Minnesota. What's Judy's maiden name? Uh, Collins. Oh, that's right. I and her, mo- and her mother, and Judy that. Collins, like the I pop star, Judy that, yeah. Blue Eyes. I forgot about that. Um, yeah. Although she has brown eyes. Um, yeah. No, and her maiden, uh, mother's maiden name was O'Hara. And oh, yeah. Her, uh, the, uh, we Ryan, had some O'Haras in the family. Yeah, we had some Ryans as well. Yeah, we there, did there was a lot yeah. going on there. Yeah. Um, but I remember my ma, uh, my grandmother, uh, Denise Collins was her name, Um she always had, because it was the style that carried into the 70s, do you remember a flocked tree? Oh, like, yeah. There are fake yeah. trees that are like silver yep. and tinsel. Flocked trees were sprayed down with some kind of Asbestos weird... type of... Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But she only... It was always a huge tree. Yeah. It was flocked, and she only ever put red ribbons and giant bulbs on it. But then the oh, other yeah. thing you did with the white flocked tree was you had the color wheel on the floor. And so the color wheel would just spin through oh. like red, yellow, blue, green, and it was pointed at the tree. At the tree, I remember that. So the yeah. tree would change to all those colors because yeah. it was white background. Yeah. And I remember very, very, very distinctly, I was very young, four or five, maybe six years old, and I got back out of bed and the color wheel was still going and I went out and sat in their living room because we were there for Christmas and um, I sat there and watched that tree for an hour and a half and I think that that imprinted deeply on my brain because to this day, I'm now a 55-year-old man. Yeah. Denise, sadly, long gone. Um, but I still will, even though we don't flock our tree or do those yeah. sort of weird, special, technicolor effects to it, I will still sit there in the dark by myself uh, drinking my non-alcoholic eggnog and yeah. stare at the tree for literally hours, man. Oh, it's and then I remember the smell of everything. Absolutely, like, you know, they always say memory goes along with the smell of it. Well, and then in our in our my grandma's place, there was a lot of cigarette smoke too. So you had that, 
you know, that wafting of that, oh, the yeah, smell no, of my, the tree, the smell of the melting plastic <laughs> on the color wheel because <laughs> it was on too long. Exactly. <laughs> my grandmother and grandfather and my mom and dad at the time of the age I'm talking about were all still smokers. So The orange ashtray or the uh, the pea green ashtray that stood up from the well, floor? There was a standing one, but oh, there yeah. was also one of those big sort of delta-shaped ones on the coffee oh, table yeah. that would get a little yep. mounded over before yep. anybody bothered to empty oh, yeah. it out. Yep. Ah, Christmas as we knew it, here on The Brian Oak Show, episode 361. Let's do a couple more. This guy is an old-school Capitol Records country artist. Don't know a ton about him, but there is this brilliant collection. Now, there's a movie called it. There's about 80 other compilations that have jumped on board, but one of my favorite Christmas compilations, even though I'm not a super deep old-school country guy, I do like it every once in a while, especially to mix up the holiday playlist. Uh, There's one called uh, Christmas on the Range. A collection of Capitol Records artists find it because it is bulletproof top to bottom. And this is the opening track on it by Jimmy Wakely. It's Christmas. Throw away your troubles and forget every care. It's Christmas. Christmas. Can't you feel a happy holiday in the air? It's Christmas. Christmas. Whatever you do, don't worry. don't worry. Whatever you do, don't frown. Don't frown. Just bring out the jingle bells, ring a lingle bells, all join in for one more chorus. Everybody everywhere is wearing a smile. It's Christmas. 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 Everybody needs a tonic once in a while. It's Christmas. 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 You're gonna feel fine and dandy. If you celebrate now and then So throw away your troubles and forget every care It's Christmas again Whatever you do, don't worry, don't worry. Whatever you do, don't frown just bring out the jingle bells, ring-a-lingle bells, all join in for one more chorus. Everybody everywhere's wearing a smile. It's Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Everybody needs a tonic once in a while. It's Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. You're gonna feel fine and dandy if you celebrate now and then. So throw away your troubles and forget every care. It's Christmas, So loud and proud to hear it, it's Christmas time. 
that right there is an all-time Stone Cold classic because you don't get a lot of hip-hop Christmas songs. Not good ones. And that was, you know, that was solid. My friend Jim Hecht taught me how to do, like, the Fred Flintstone and a couple of those other dances. <laughs> and that song was the way running up man. You had to be able to do that stuff in the 80s when you went to the high school dance. Of course you, you know. did. I actually won the eighth grade dance contest by almost doing a backflip. I'm Okay, hang on. Now, if you had pulled off a backflip, obviously the whole place loses their mind and you're a legend. What do you mean almost? That sounds like how you break your neck. What do you mean almost well, doing a backflip? what I almost broke was both my knees because oh. I landed solid on my two knees. Yeah. Boy, did that hurt. But you can't act like it hurts because there's a dance competition yeah. and you're breakdancing and pop locking and doing all that stuff. Doing that whole thing. And then I ended with a backflip. Almost, almost. But they still gave me the. They still gave me the. Still won, didn't you? Yeah, exactly. Take this, almost. I didn't almost win the trophy, did I? Oh, it was not good. Was there a ribbon or a certificate or anything I to go along remember. with it? I there was something. It was I a long time ago. It was probably something really stupid that I got, and I was way too excited about it. But yeah, because yeah, you won. I taught my friends how to moonwalk, and I was the guy that I loved doing that stuff. But I never, did, I never brought it on the cardboard or did any of that yeah. bullshit, you know. But. But, oh, I had, but if it was there. I had parachute pants and oh, flight Oh, I totally pants. did. And I also had, and again, look at my skinny ass arms. They were yeah. even skinnier yeah. when I was a kid. I had a sleeveless uh, Rising Sun t-shirt. Oh, my God. Because I was Oh, memories. And that's kind of what we're talking about here with Christmas. Here's the deal. Your children are grown. My child is grown. So there's not really that same ecstaticness but you'll still get together with family on christmas i'll yeah, still get together will. with family we're actually on christmas. hosting the bernard side this year which Whoa. is a lot we haven't done that for years because my cousin jeremy has been gracious enough to do that he has three children under the age of 14 so okay well that's still fun then. yeah but we're hosting this year and I'm, I'm looking forward to it and we're hopefully we're going to play a bunch of games and do stuff like our family loves to play games so we're going to do that. Uh, after like charades we... or Clue or what are we talking uh, probably about? Probably some kind of board game. Okay. There's a right. new game called, it's something to do with trains that's really popular. Oh, like an Empire Builder kind of game. Yes, like, exactly uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. No, I've yep. seen it. I yep. don't. I can't think of the name yep. of it. You know, I'm a board game aficionado. I know you are. I, know I, you are. I play it with friends all the time. Um, and uh, What are you doing for Christmas this year? Christmas is going to be, so my sister uh, and her husband recently moved. Both of their children are in... Uh, college now and they had a a pretty massive home up in rogers and they've been wanting to downsize for a long time Mm -hmm. they finally done it so i've never seen my sister and her husband just moved into a brand new house i have no idea where it is i have no idea what it looks like so was it a big move like all the way to otsego or (laughs) (laughs) i love the name otsego so much that's brilliant that was really good Because, but that's their neck of the woods. That's where they live. It sounds and that's like where a spice from. or something like that. Yeah. Did you put any Otsego on there? No, it's just too bitter. London, <laughs> Kingston, Otsego, brah, brah. Yeah. Nice. So, no, just brilliant. That um, was perfect. But probably somewhere of, of, of that ilk. I honestly don't know where it is. I know nothing about it. Yeah. I haven't talked to her since she moved. Um, but we're heading up there, and the whole family does get together. And yeah. luckily, years ago, we made the move to drawing names because it that's used to be. That's what you got to do, yeah. It used to be everyone bought everyone a gift. That's so expensive. And, and we, I remember the last time we ever did it, we went downstairs and everyone had put that. Well, it wasn't only expensive, it was just grotesque. Like, we went downstairs and the number of presents, the literal hours it would take to get through it. Of course, it's a wondrous holiday and it's nice to get people thoughtful gifts, but it was it was grotesque. It was ugly. And so the, now, among the adults, as long as you're still in college, everybody gets you a gift. Yeah. But, the last two are aging out of it other than the little one and a half year old who just brought got brought into the family um so you draw a name and you know it sucks i'd like to buy my mom something this year but i didn't draw her name i drew my aunt joanne's name and i'm gonna blow her bleeping mind i like it we're giving each other experiences this year because we just figured we don't need any more stuff love it so i have always wanted to go down and see the um winter dance party in Clear Lake, they do a kind of a reenactment of the final concert of Buddy Holly. At that big ballroom. Yeah, at the surf ballroom, which I've been there. What? Just haven't seen a show there, but that's, that's uh, you know, the weekend of February 2nd, the anniversary of it. And I've always wanted to go there. My Uncle Troy, who passed away, made me promise him that I would go do it. So I said, that's what I want for Christmas this year. I want to go down and see that show. Fabulous. Um, I'm a 
I, I was a huge Buddy Holly fan. He has so much good music that would never made the radio. And people don't realize that. There well, are, because at the time, they thought he was doing black music or yes, race records. Yeah, and yeah. so throughout much of the land, he would they wouldn't play it because they're like, I don't know what this young white kid's doing playing all that black music. Oh my gosh! And so we had a back He's in the brilliant. day. Back in the day when I worked with you at Cities ninety seven around I don't know two thousand four somewhere around there. Sure, that sounds um, right. There was a sales rep named Bob Rayman. Yeah, and I Bob, know Bob. Yeah, and Bob had an unbelievable collection of like bootleg and B side, and we'd go out on sales calls together. Yeah, and he would play all this Bob. I'm like, I've never heard this Buddy Holly song before, and it was just endless, unbelievably good songs. Yeah. So, and when anyway. you think about how young he died, the fact that he'd already cranked out that much music. Back then, you could start making music at 14 and get played on the radio. For me, he's almost one of the originators of Alternative because he was that nerdy guy oh, yeah. that made music. And I loved that idea of this really bright, nerdy dude being the, able to be a pop star. The distinctive look of the giant black horn rim yes. glasses. Yes. I mean, that was not typical of the time. No. You didn't get to be cool. But Buddy Holly was always fucking cool, He man. was really cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. One last thing I'm going to show share before we wrap things up here on our annual Christmas music edition. Uh, You asked me what the greatest gift I ever got was. Yes. And it was not overly expensive, but for what it was at the time. So growing up, I was a Star Wars kid, right? Star Wars came out when I was nine years old Mm -hmm. and it changed my life forever. But And so I started getting all the action figures and whatever I could get my hands on. But it wasn't the only one in Japan. They'd been doing action figures for decades prior to that. And there was a series that I think it's called something else in Japan and called something else in Europe. But here, they were known as Micronauts. And so... (laughs) There was Time Traveler, there was Ferroid, there was a Croyer, but they had something called the Battle Cruiser, which was this big Delta Wing thing that you could break down and literally make into 45 different spaceships. Oh, cool. That's really cool. And the two side pieces came out, and they were little dart guns that you could just use. on. No way. And again, for me as a kid, it wasn't like I grew up with privation, right? It wasn't like I was making dolls out of sticks in the backyard. Yeah. But we also didn't get a lot of extras, and so when I opened that bad boy up one Christmas morning, I'll never forget it for the, by my entire yeah. life. I'll remember that till the day I die. You remember how old you were? I, twenty-four. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> I was. I, I, either, I was good. I was like, what? This you, is who, you do what now? <laughs> 10, 11, 12, that's somewhere in right that in the age. wheelhouse. I mean, yeah. like that's when Christmas still matters to you. Oh yeah, and I mean, Christmas still matters to me today, obviously. Yeah. But when it's like when it still has some of that magic floating off the tree, oh, I, or I couldn't sleep the night before. I mean, I, yeah. I was like so excited about any kind of gift or any. I do remember that thing. about Abby. Uh, she would wake up when she was like three, oh. four, five. Years oh my old gosh! And come running into our room, and you're sound asleep. Well, of course, I was up for hours later oh, yeah. rapping. You know, yes, I mean, yeah. after she went to bed, which I'm Putting sure shit she was together like, and getting everything ready. <laughs> I didn't stuff the stockings, but I wanted to make sure they were hanging up, ready for Santa to stuff them. Yes. And um, she would come in with all, with almost like a dangerous, toxic level of joy. Like, oh yeah, he's here. Here, here. <laughs> race downstairs i'm like don't open anything till we get down there look over at my wife and be like all right let's go do this thing and of course we would like to kind of take our time and make some coffee and ease into it and there was none of that no, shit going on man exactly that, that, right. that's the joy of christmas right absolutely there. right all right so let's wrap things up shall we i hope you have a great christmas by yeah, the way you man. too and enjoy your trip up north today thank you i can't wait oh, i hope you do your trip that you've been talking about I, at the end of the month as long as there is a rental car available in oregon I'm doing it, and I'm booking it when I get home right after. I'm going to. I just, if I get out there, I'm not taking an Uber for two and a half hours out to the coast. No, but these things are so important for our soul. Our our lives are about making memories. That's all we have. So you go do it. You deserve uh, it. You know that I, thank you very much, by the way. Um, You know that I'm not a man of deep faith. You and I both grew up Catholic, and I'm not a man of faith, but... I love the stories. I grew up reading the Bible. Yeah. I grew up with all of these, what I consider to be metaphors and parables. Sure. And whether they are based in historical accuracy or not, it doesn't reduce their value. And there's a great band. You're on your way to Duluth, man. And this yeah. band comes from Duluth. This song is in my top 10 Christmas songs of all time. It's by the band Low. They put out an EP of six or seven songs. 
uh, oof, 20 years ago, maybe not quite that long, but a while back, I recommend that everyone get it because there is secular stuff on here. And like this song, there is sacred stuff on here. This tells the ancient story of the three wise men yeah. who came from the east. Some say kings, some say astrologers. It doesn't really matter, but they followed a star to the birth of one Jesus Christ in a lowly manger. And on their way in, of course, because you're diplomats from another country, you got to stop in and check in with the king. And King Herod had heard through other rumblings that there was a savior about to be born. Well, as a king, you can't have a no, king savior no, of no. the people being born. And he was about to go on a murderous rampage and kill every child in his kingdom that was under two years old. But... Prior to that happening, he beseeched these three wise men, should you find this Savior, please bring word to me. I want to know about this so that I can also pay him homage, which was not his intent at all. Mm -mm. The three wise men found Jesus. And then on their way back, they were visited by a host of angels who said, no, 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 no. Do not go back to King Herod because that dude is bad freaking news. And so even though it added weeks to their journey, they took the long way around the sea. And that's the name of this song. Merry Christmas, everybody. Here's Low, Long Way Around the Sea. Hey. 